Welcome to Quillsword Blogcast. It's not a boycott, Transheiser Bush. Boycotts have remedies. Those boycotting make a demand, and when it is met, they call off the boycott. If there is no demand, to me, there is no boycott. National boycotts rarely work anyway. It's like herding cats away from the friskies. Not gonna happen because you'll never get everyone moving in the same direction. Effective boycotts are usually small in scope and always have a remedy. After all, if the company can't make amends and get your business back, there's no reason for them to change. No one is asking for Bud to change. Faithful, lifelong customers of Budweiser have only one desire, to see the brand that they once loved totally destroyed. That's not a boycott. That's a wholesale description of a brand. Bud can't make amends and get a good proportion of those customers back because they aren't boycotting. They're turning the br- on the brand and the parent company. They say there's no such thing as bad PR. Don't you believe it? Customers and creators are actively dismantling Budweiser's entire marketing legacy for the last 20 years. Parodies of old Bud ad campaigns are all over social media. Thousands of rage videos of disaffected customers who are destroying cans of Bud Light and expressing their displeasure in no uncertain terms, loud and clear. Tremendous publicity, and all of it directed at destroying a once-beloved brand. Anheuser-Busch not only set this all in motion, but continues to mishandle the controversy so badly that one wonders if they just don't want to sell beer anymore. A quick and authentic apology with a firm commitment to never poke its nose into the culture war again would have been enough to stem some of the bleeding and give Bud a fighting chance of rebuilding the brand. Anheuser-Busch chose to not apologize for nearly a week and then issued a corporate non-apology. Maybe they really don't want to sell beer. At this point, the damage is done. The brand has already been torpedoed. Damage control is all that's left, but Anheuser-Busch keeps botching even that. Twice now, they blame the customers rather than own their mistake. The fratty guys that were loyal Bud customers aren't the problem, but Anheuser-Busch continues to torpedo itself by blaming the victims. Anheuser-Busch chose to backstab its customer base because they don't want the customers don't have the right values. They're too outdated and fratty. Anheuser-Busch would be happy to take their money, but they don't want the taint of supporting patriotic Americans who actually drink their products. Oh, no! They're much too enlightened for that. Plunked Marketing 101, but at least they got a degree in political stupidity with a minor in leftism. Make no mistake, the utter carnage that is happening to Bud Light is all on Anheuser-Busch. No sane company lets lets an anonymous third-party marketing firm anywhere near the marketing for their flagship brand. Anheuser-Busch isn't protecting the reputation of some poor, unknown firm. They are lying to protect their now-aching backsides.
Unfortunately, the kicking is far from over. I can't wait for June. By my count, there are at least three torpedoes in SS Budweiser, as it is. I'm not at all sure it will matter if Anheuser-Busch pumps another couple into their flagship, because that ship is already sinking. But any chance of rebuilding that brand this decade goes out the window with the first rainbow can on the shelf. I honestly don't know if they're stupid enough to do it. Ah, but there's more to this than warring customers. After all, there's a legit boycott of Bud Light being called by gay bars around the country. All Anheuser-Busch has to do is sign Bud Light's death warrant, and the boycott will be called off. Okay, maybe torpedoing the sinking ship is the kindest thing to do after all, because they sure can't handle the damage control. You know, Anheuser-Busch, you can just quit selling beer if you want. It's not necessary to destroy yourselves. So, rock, meat, hard place. Ah, but not so fast. A new theory has been proposed, not by me, that introduces a dastardly ESG villain. The theory goes that most corporations use lines of credit for their operating capital, basically using the credit card to make it to the end of the month. Only they do this continually as their gross receipts aren't usually coming in as fast as their bills are. Corporations become dependent on banks for those lines of credit that pay payroll and the light bills. Enter ESG. Banks, twirling their long mustaches, are looking at ESG scores in addition to credit worthiness to decide if a corporation gets a line of credit or keeps the one it has. Best get that ESG score up if you want to stay in business. Does this really affect huge a uh, huge multinational like InBev, Anheuser-Busch's parent? I don't know. But Anheuser-Busch operates in the U.S., so it at least could easily be affected. I find this theory compelling because it best explains the insane marketing we've been seeing in a number of brands, not just Bud. It would also better explain Anheuser-Busch's total incompetence when dealing with the crisis. They can't win. Sacrificing their woke bona fides would not cost them much in terms of customers because gay simply don't have those kinds of numbers. Yet they refuse to do more than deflect and mildly disavow Mulvaney, or at least the ad campaigns that started this mess. Still, a customer's a customer, and it would sting. Losing the bulk of its customer base, however, will sink the brand, not just sting. The choice should be simple. But Anheuser-Busch keeps hiding under the bed rather than actively do the necessary damage control. Why? It makes no sense from the business POV. Unless a bank has them by the short hairs. That would explain most of their behavior. I don't know that this is actually the case, but something has this company behaving completely irrationally. Letting a bank that has no actual fiscal interest in your brand's performance dictate your marketing is nothing short of suicidal. If you are lucky, you just chip away customers over and over again. That's not a winning strategy for a business, but a large corporation can survive it for a while.
If you're Anheuser-Busch, however, you lose to the guys who only own Baltic and Mediterranean, but also have the only complete monopoly on the board. Not only do you hemorrhage money, but you get lapped off the board. The reality is, Bud Light is easily replaced as a product. Brand loyalty was what took it to number one, and that loyalty was rewarded, rewarded with betrayal. Customers don't care about your stupid credit lines. They care that the brand they loved backstabbed them. They are leaving for other beers. They are not coming back. Without a massive effort, the brand is done for, and the company will go down in history as Transheiser Bush. Could it be saved? Honestly, don't know. I know that they need to what they need to do to get the chance, and that they aren't going to do any of it. Anheuser-Busch needs to do three things. First, issue a genuine apology, owning the blame and promising to never do it again. Second, fire everyone from the board down to the kid who gets the coffee for the marketing team. Third, and critically important, eat the loss. Reimburse retailers, restaurants, distributors, and wholesalers for the, all the lost sales in May, April and May. That won't end the boycott because there was never a boycott. It's just a brand going down in self-ignited flames. What kind of damage control will that what that kind of damage control will do is buy Anheuser-Busch a chance, albeit slim, to rebuild what it destroyed. At the very least, it will be a much classier way to go under the waves on their sinking ship. If ESG is at the root of this and other brand destructions, Bud Light should be a wake-up call for corporate America. Guys, you aren't a business if you don't sell something to someone. Find a better way to handle your liquidity needs and fast before you destroy your businesses trying to sell horse crap to a stable. The Americans have made it clear that they don't want or need ESG. Make a choice and make it now, siding with the customer or the ESG nut jobs. Just remember, get woke, go broke isn't just for little companies anymore. <laughs>